How do you, uh, oh, con contrast, yeah. Just... I guess uh -oh. what we could do is we could just do that thing where everybody says one word for the opening. Just, right. hello. It's great because that oh. didn't peak the audio recording. Are you? No, Zach. God, why are you guys so bad at this? Hello. Hi. St oh my Good god. <laughs> we go through people and we say, Oh, it's my turn? Hi, and welcome to the Fizzy Pop Podcast. Are we recording? Hi, and welcome oh to the Always have been. Podcast. Uh, Alright, who wants to do it? I thought we were doing it. Oh my god. Have we god. started yet, Ethan? I mean, I've been rolling for a mick minute. Do the Let's talk about yeah, Richard Nixon in the Watergate scandal. We're not talking about Watergate. Have, now there goes the entire intro. Can't use it. Just cut that bit. Cut the water bit. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep that in and then just transition it into the, the the can opening and then us actually talking about the first topic. All right. Well, let's start talking about the first topic then. Okay. First topic. Battlefield 2042. Go okay, wait a minute. Wait, no. wait. Before we start talking. You win! <laughs> no, it, it's important. So, if there's a water gate, that would imply that there's a fire, earth, and wind gate. <laughs> Ian, shut up! <laughs> Alright, we're rolling the intro again. Just two intros, one podcast. No. Alright, let's go. Alright, let's... No, 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 no. We'll, we'll figure it out in post. We'll fix it in post. Oh my gosh. Topic one, Battlefield. How'd you guys... What'd you guys think about the beta? I mean, it was I. It wasn't the greatest. I feel like it could use a lot of work. It was a beta. Definitely it was a, beta, a heavy beta. Elaborate on that, Ewan. Uh, it it doesn't feel quite polished enough to be called like a a triple A title with like a name as big as Battlefield um, 2042. Like if it if it was just an indie game, or, well, not really indie game, but like uh, just a new up and coming studio, and it was all right, you know. Like I'd be happy to see how it improves with time. Um. But I thought it'd be a lot better from the start. I think they can fix it. I think it's possible. And even if it was a smaller studio, I would cut some, some black. Um, but, yeah. Personally, the biggest issue for me was just uh, the desync and the desync on vehicles and stuff. It was impossible to do anything with the vehicles. It was, oh, they were so yeah, bad. bad. So, the user score on Metacritic for 2042 is 2.3. Oh, dang. 3,400 reviews. And the critic scores was a 73. But when you go and look at Steam, it has more than 33,000 negative reviews. Compared to how Yikes. many positives? Um, let's... I didn't look at that. Um, yeah, oh, of the uh, 44,000, about 33,000 are negative. Wow. That's interesting. Uh, Battlefield 5 
user score on Metacritic is 2.5, but the Metascore is the exact same at 73. That's so weird. So people like Battlefield 5 more than 2042. I guess. It could just be the terrible state the beta launched in. From a critic standpoint. Like, but even stuff that was in the beta is still in the base game. Like some of the glitches and, and like the desync. Well, that's kind of what they get for releasing a beta of what four weeks before the full product. They were like, I guess, yeah. Really. But there was apparently a bug, I think, on the Tokyo map where you could get one of the like the hovercraft things and go up the like sky. One, yeah, yeah, you could vertically drive it up the skyscraper. Yo, I personally think that should stay in. I love it. I mean, oh, yeah, it's... I've seen that one. It's funny, but, like, at the same time, this is a full game that people were paying, like, 70 bucks for. And now, people want their money back. Understandably. I mean, if I pre-ordered something and it came out in that shape, I would definitely want my money back, too. Because the amount of desync, the amount of stuff glitching, teleporting everywhere, the it didn't seem very optimized when I played it. It's just, it wasn't in great shape. I thought after uh, Battlefield Five, they would have learned how to give a good release. I mean, we played it for a very large amount of time as well. Don't get me wrong, it was fun. It was fun. Oh, it was there were great. a lot of great moments and stuff, but the bugs definitely did hamper that experience and made it so that some stuff that I wanted to do couldn't happen. Yeah, heavily. Like, you could have just done most of that stuff in one of the other polished Battlefield games at that point. Like, four, for instance. Battlefield 2042 okay. is just four, but modern. Like, if modern more in the future. <laughs> I was about to say, if modern means more bugs, I don't want modern. No more modern. They please. tried to appeal to what people want, where they want futuristic shooters, and they tried it, and they severely failed. Yeah, because after we played Battlefield 2042, the open beta, we pretty much instantly bought Battlefield 4 and didn't put it down for a couple of days. And mm -hmm. I tried to play it, but my computer just killed itself. <laughs> yeah. I hate you, NVIDIA. Fix your graphics cards. I've been sitting here for a month and a half not being able to play PC games except for Among Us because of you. That's my rant. Short rant. It's a very short okay. rant. Like, watching the trailer for 2042, you came in expecting awesome. something amazing. You expected something on the level of, like, Battlefield 1. And you got the level of Battlefield Five. That's funny, cause that's funny, cause I was gonna I was gonna bring up like it's the same thing with Battlefield One. The Battlefield One trailer got me unbelievably hyped just for like a very little amount of content when the game first dropped. Yeah. But Battlefield twenty forty two, it's a ton of hype, and then it just doesn't work. And like the the better thing about Battlefield One was there wasn't really many glitches. And if there was, people had fun with it. 2042, it's like actual game-breaking things. Like driving the up the side of a skyscraper. The destruction is garbage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it, it me or did see... it get toned down from 5? 
Five, you could just roll a tank through a building and it would come crumbling down. 2042, it didn't feel like you could almost do any destruction at all. No, it was like two buildings and they got destroyed so fast there was no point in even like... Like it would get destroyed in the first fight as soon as the game started and it'd be like that for the rest of the game. Which was absolutely annoying. And then you'd have to sit there with holes and walls and enemies coming from anywhere just shooting you. Which would be fine if there was more buildings here, but it was just two buildings on one point. And I think the beta was even worse because it was only one map. Normally betas you have multiple maps, but this was just the single map. Yeah. So and people went through having fun with it and like finding everything out about it so quickly. I liked the map though. Yeah, it's very it's very oh, stunning. I liked it. It's just after like three matches, the map got kind of boring. It's, yeah. I mean, essentially, it wasn't done yet. No, it Not wasn't beta done. ready. It should have been delayed. Now it's probably like beta ready, but not release ready. Yeah. But they probably had to get meet that deadline for the end of the year. That's true. And I think one thing is they said that you'd experience the weather and stuff all the time, but I don't I think we only experienced the tornado once. Yeah, only yeah. one tornado. Yeah. It rained a couple of times, but it was it didn't affect like literally anything. No. And the tornado I mean, was crazy, but the rain The tornado was, was cool, boring. but when they talked about it, they made it seem yeah. like it was going to affect gameplay in this big way. When in reality, I don't think anybody almost ever saw the tornadoes unless they were playing 24-7. And then in our match, whenever we saw the tornado, everybody freaked out and just played at the tornado. Nobody went to the objectives. (laughs) Nobody played the game. They just flew around the tornado for like 15 minutes. Yeah, they're like, ooh, tornado, and then just gave up on the rest of the game. Which I think was very easily distracted. It was fine to add weather, but you can't make the weather take away from the actual game like they did. I think if the if the tornadoes came more regularly, um there would probably it probably wouldn't affect the game as much. Right. But we played how many matches? Like uh uh double digits at least, right? And we played yeah. a couple hours. Yeah. Check your, so, check your Steam time on the game. So probably 10, uh, 20-ish matches around there. Yeah, I think we were close to 20. I think it was like 18 or something And like we that. experienced one tornado. That's a really bad ratio. One in 18? Yeah, I mean... I, for one map. For one map. Right. Yeah, one map. And I played for play 3.6 hours. Times. And that game already was... Battlefield 24-2, I think, was on sale a couple days ago. Really? Yeah, they were having a sale on the Deluxe Edition, so you could get it before it fully released. And they were like, here, nobody's buying it, so we're going to give it a discount already. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder why. Flea, I'd get it if it was on sale for... How much was it on sale for? 
I think it was like five dollars off. Oh yeah, I wouldn't buy it for that much. Uh, what that much the ultimate though. edition? Yeah. So that would be a hundred five dollars oh. still. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm looking back at Steam, and I'm looking at the reviews. Um, mostly negative, on forty two thousand. Twenty seven percent of the forty two thousand reviews are positive. I think that they'll fix it. I believe that they will. They're not. It's it's a uh, it's dice. They're not just gonna drop it and move on to the next thing. They're gonna fix it to a playable state, like they did. Um, they did a bunch of stuff for Battlefield Five. Um, and the biggest one, Battlefront Two. Yeah, Battlefront Two started out awful, and then look where that game is now. It's a fantastic Star Wars experience. They're probably it, going they to do, do that. Battlefield. Um, they better. Battlefront Two was like so bad. It inspired an entire like movement in gaming. And now it is, like, legitimately a great game. EA just has so many problems with games. Because I found out recently that one reason why, and, like, racing games or any cars, any games that had cars in them, they couldn't get Porsches or Porsches in the game without paying EA because EA got a specific licensing with the owners of Porsche that they were the only gaming company that was allowed to have the rights to have their cars in their game and if you wanted a porsche in your game you had to pay ea to get the licensing and then put it in your game and most of them would put it as dlc to actually be able to get the money back that they paid ea for the license Dang. another reason why ea is the worst uh publishing studio we should have an entire episode dedicated to just bashing EA. Yeah. That's going to be a long episode. <laughs> It'll be multi, multi-day. And I, th on... I think, yeah, on one game that did really good on its beta launch, Halo Infinite. Glad you picked that up. Yeah, I've had a ton of fun with the, uh, the Halo Infinite multiplayer beta. At first, I didn't know what to think. Like, it felt slow. I mean, it still feels slow to me. Like, it feels slower than the whole Halo. But it's still fun. It feels refreshing because it has been... Okay. Shooters these days, kill time is crazy quick. Like, Call of Duty and all that. Gunfights oh are over in seconds. Um, and... Halo felt refreshing because it wasn't like if you you could run away, like you could feasibly run away from a fight if you weren't if you were gonna lose and then come back and win it. If you could get away in enough time to recharge your shield in Halo, you could survive a fight and running away. But I feel like one thing after a couple days of playing, people have really gotten used to the spread of that base assault rifle so now people can kill you a lot faster than when the game first came out like there was About that learning period for everybody and now that they know it they're like okay i can like dump half a round of the ar switch to the pistol two tap you and then keep going melee you oh my god the melee <laughs> Like a one shot most of the time. Like if you dink them once with a stray round from your pistol, bam, whack them, they're down. 
did. I was like a little bit down. I had an overshield and I was a little bit down on it. And someone came up and just punched me in the face and one shot me. Apparently, melees from behind are one shot. They're one shots. Yeah, but that's normal Halo stuff. Well, yeah, I feel like it's only that way because they haven't introduced assassinations yet. Right. I feel like they should do assassinations and not. Um, I mean, they're introducing them behind. I think one thing I'm kind of proud of them for, though, is keeping the beta out until the full game releases. And having it for free. Oh, keeping the multiplayer free? Good idea. Because nobody wants to spend another $60 on a Halo game like they did with Five Guardians. And then the game just die in a couple days. Not a couple days, but like a couple months. It's like, Guardians wasn't bad, but there was definitely better Halo games. To be playing. From it what felt I... more like Call of Duty than Halo. I think that was yeah. the biggest problem with Guardians. Yeah, I mean, from what I've heard, it it was a great shooter and it had great mechanics and all that stuff, but it wasn't a Halo game. No, I think the choice of making of not making you play or not letting you play Master Chief for the majority of the game was a mistake. That was another thing I didn't like about Guardians was just the campaign. It didn't feel fun, necessarily. Like, it was enjoyable, but compared to other Halo campaigns, it just didn't feel like I had as much fun and enjoyed it as much. Like, when you're playing Halo campaigns, you're like, you're stressing, but you're having fun, and it's like, you pull off a badass moment, and you're like, yo, that was sick. Hey, Halo, hey, I, I, Call of Duty 2, but they have enough, like, um, set pieces for it to not feel, and it changes so much, and it so it doesn't feel stale. Uh, and their whole thing is their multiplayer, not their campaigns. Um, but right. it was like, um, in Guardians, it was like, oh, I killed a guy in, like, two seconds. Wow. And in Halo, like, uh, three, or one through Reach, you're like, yo! Hop into Warhawk, yo! And then uh, run into someone, yo! And you gotta make those noise every time. And Ethan and I had a fun experience with uh, the cars and, like, the Warthog and stuff. Oh, I yeah. think there was a time when you were in the middle of a firefight with two other guys, and I just come around the corner in a warthog, honk the horn, and just run over a guy and keep driving. Yeah, Halo's inf Halo Infinite Sandbox is fantastic. Uh, the skewer weapon, so fun. Oh my lord. Okay. I picked that up for the first time. And I was like, you know what, let's see how this goes across the map like the entire length of the map no scope headshot this guy insta kill and i was like okay this thing's kind of good and then i do it again the same guy right after he respawns i did that about three times because it only has like three shots but it was it still felt super strong but it was fun to use because if you missed you had to go through a decently long reload 
And also, it's not super common. No. I think that's one thing I was interested by, is, like, all these weapons are pickups, but it feels like you're finding duplicates of the weapons. It, the pickup seems like it's based on the map. I think it is. Because there was that one map, I, could, I just kept finding the laser field, and that's it. Like, I could never find any weapon the other Spartan than that. Laser? I don't know what the gun is called. I'll have to look at it again. Um, I'll look it up right now. You guys keep going. But yeah, something, something about the uh, the vehicles. I feel like the vehicles are pretty well balanced um, in this game because I've seen people dominate in Warthogs, but also if you don't know how to use it correctly and to its strengths, you're just going to get shredded and you're not going to be able to do anything with the Warthog. Same with whatever the alien fly thing is. The Banshee? Yeah, the Banshee. Ghost. Ghost is the ground one. The Banshee is the flying one. Because, yeah, I've seen some people dominate entire matches just using the Banshee. And I get in the Banshee, and I start flying around, and then I do something wrong, and it blows up without me getting a single kill in the Banshee. Same thing with the, uh, the Warthog. Like, the Warthog's gun feels a bit weird in this game, though. Um, it feels less like a Gatling gun and more like a, a fast-firing semi-auto sniper. A machine gun? Yeah. It doesn't feel like a like a Burt. It feels more like a bit more of a control. Yeah. Like it's it's kinda hard to kill players with, uh, because of how slowly it fires compared to what it has in other games. Oh, and I tried out yep. the, the sniper and it seems like every gun that you can like kind of scope in, like fully scoped. Every time that you take damage, like, get shot at, it takes you out of the scope. Like, it yeah, unscopes that, you. That's in all Halos. Like, I know it's in Halos, but uh, just coming back to that after not playing a Halo for a while, I'm like, ooh, that's gonna annoy me real fast. Because, like, trying to get a shot off while scoped in with something like the skewer, it's a, it's a little painful, but, like, it's not... A terrible feeling. It's just not the best, in my opinion. Yeah, but the the hip fire is so tight. Yeah. If you're getting shot gun. at, you're most likely in close range. You can. Yeah. Another fun gun was the Mangler. It was like the the eight shot, kind of like pistol, I guess. But it looks like a grenade launcher. With the knife like on it. No, it's the uh, the slug from. Uh, it's it's like a slug shotgun pistol hand cannon thing. I mean, it was strong, but it fired so slowly. Because if you got in close quarters with somebody, you were most likely dead. What was that? Uh, what was that one gun called? Oh, the spanker. The Spanker. That gun's a lot of fun. The rocket launcher. Oh, you, yeah. You get a shot on someone with that, they are dead. I mean, it... The game feels good. It doesn't feel like 2042 did. Like, it's a genuinely good beta. They were prepared. Unlike DICE was. 
Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Halo Infinite, it, it's shaping up to be a great game, and honestly, I think it should go for an award this year. The Game oh, Awards? Yeah, the Game the Awards. The Game Awards? Okay, so you and I... The Last of Us Part 2, baby! Oh, God. Return of the King! Last year's Game Awards was awful. I don't know if you guys, like, watched it, but I sat in the VC with people last year, and we watched it. But looking at it this year, and then looking at the stuff from last year, it feels like a whole... Like, I know it's a whole different year, but it just feels like a whole... Feels like a whole different year. A whole different group of... style of games, basically. It's like last year, it was basically dominated by The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, if I look here, I'm on the I'm on their website. If the winners of last year, Game of the Year, Last of Us Part Two, Best Narrative, Last of Us Part Two, Best Game Direction, Last of Us Part Two, Best Audio Design, Last of Us Part Two, Best Performance, Laura Bailey, Last of Us Part Two. Uh, innovation and accessibility, Last of Us Part 2. Best action adventure was Last of Us Part 2. They won all but one category they were nominated for. And one of them, they were nominated twice! I'm still mad that Doom Eternal lost to the Final Fantasy VII remake for best soundtrack. Really? Really? Yeah. A remake of Final Fantasy beat out Doom Eternal for best soundtrack. And people didn't even like the remake! Best ongoing game was No Man's Sky. I think okay, I could I, give that I, to I can, them. I can, I can... I'm not mad about that. They, I mean, they've been doing a lot. Oh, and this year... The nominee for, um, what was it, best sim slash strategy, I think? One of them's Microsoft Flight Simulator. Last year, Microsoft Flight Simulator won best sim and strategy. How is it getting nominated two years in a row? Have you seen those clouds? I don't care what the clouds look like. The clouds are gorgeous. They look like clouds. They look like real-life clouds. Have you seen real life clouds, Andrew? Have you? Yes, I have. And they're I nice. go outside more than you. No, you don't. Here, I'll don't. I'll send a picture of the clouds no. in the chat. I will. I just want you to see how beautiful they are. Look at those. I don't think realizing how beautiful these are. I oh. I I know yeah. they look good, but like, but how are... is it getting nominated two years in a row? But are they as good as The Last of Us Part Two's clouds? Ooh, that's a good point. That game, I'll say this, it wasn't bad, it just was perceived poorly. And it was received really poorly from the community. I it was mean, a very controversial game. It was a very controversial game, but it wasn't bad. I mean, from a gameplay perspective, graphics as well, it it's a very good-looking game, and they nailed the mechanics and everything. Uh, the rope yeah. physics in the game, stellar. 
like the gameplay was great the way that it looked great now the story on the other hand that had some issues with it looking i mean spoiler alert this game has been out for since what 2019 2019ish i haven't played it yet uh 2020 but I, spoiler alert joel dies joel gets <laughs> fucked he gets what? headshot like within the first what 20 and, minutes yeah first I, 20, am I like 20 minutes of the game fan favorite character and everyone's like bro he's on the cover and all this promotional stuff and he's in the trailer are we gonna get more joel 20 minutes into the game and he gets capped gets beat to Deceased. death for golf club yeah i mean they didn't hold back with his death i mean you and gotta give it got to him though so mad you gotta give it to him they weren't afraid to um to just kill off a character that's true a lot of games are afraid to kill off characters and it makes like it, there's like no stakes they're like oh they're, no one is going to die everything yeah. will be fine and I was looking no. at like some of the things this year, like some of these games I had never heard. Like It Takes Two is being nominated for Game of the Year. Oh, well, um I just found out who the winner of Game of the Year is. Resident Evil. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. That's what I voted. Oh Ratchet and Clank, epic. I've never Which played actually, a Ratchet and Clank. It was game. a really good game. I like the Ratchet and Clank series. I want to I wanna know, play it, but I don't have Metro Metroid Dread was a nominee for Game of the Year. Nobody really talked about it. I didn't even know a new Metroid game came out. It came out a little now, bit, like a month ago. It was good. I was torn when I went through best sports and racing game because Horizon 5 is on there, but so is F1 2021. I have both games. Any I game love with an, both games. Any game with a year in its name um, past 2000 is garbage. probably not good. Yeah. F1 2021 is pretty good. I think, yeah, Ethan and Zach, you guys both played it when you were over here. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. guys tried it. It was I wouldn't okay. say we drove, but we, we, we attempted. I said you tried it. Yeah. It was, I would just prefer Horizon. Yeah. I mean, you're not kind of like the sim racing kind of person you're more no. arcadey i like sim i like sim racing yeah i think and we're I all was... sleeping on hot wheels <laughs> we all sleep on hot wheels unleashed i i don't know what this game is now riders republic i have seen and it looks really good like steep but like steep like... but online multiplayer and a lot more to do it was online multiplayer but this has like all the races and stuff against everybody. It's like a server-wide race. Yeah, that's what steep was. Well, steep was mainly go for these tricks. With it's basically like a uh, a Forza Horizon danger sign was the whole entirety of steep, in my opinion. Like I have steep; it's not bad. But I look not at... bad. I looked at the Hot Wheels Unleashed game. I don't think this is going to beat Horizon 5. The I game really... looks good. But Horizon 5, so far, 
it's only been out for three weeks. It looks it's it's amazing. It's a phenomenal and not experience. Not only is it up for best sports and racing, but it's also up for innovation and accessibility, which I doubt it's going to win. But it's there. It's I there. mean, it's against the likes of Far Cry Six, uh, the Ratchet and Clank game, this Veil game that I never heard of, and then Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which there's no way that it's winning. Um, that's good, but it's probably not going to win. Uh, Marvel's game of the year. Deathloop, yeah, was on game of the year. It was also on best game direction, best narrative, best art direction, best score and music, best audio design, best performance for two people. Um, I think that's it. Let me see. Oh, best action game. And yeah, that looks like it's all okay. it was nominated for. I don't think you should buy a death loop at full price. That being said, for most yeah, of the categories for most of the categories, I, I think Deathloop. Yeah, you've played Deathloop though. We haven't. It's fun. But it's not worth $60. Most of the games on here, like Back for Blood, that's not worth $60. Um, I think Back for Blood would be a solid $30 game. Oh, yeah. Now, Horizon 5, that's worth $60. Maybe. I don't think it gets as much credit as it probably should. Well, granted, like racing games are kind of niche. Yeah. Horizon 5 also got nominated for Best Audio Design. Which I think it should win, because they did so much to change the way that they recorded audio for this to make everything sound better, but also more realistic. They also made a bunch of changes that upgrades change the way your engine sounds. Including changing your transmission, as, like the amount of gears it has. They've just fixed a lot with Horizon 5 compared to Horizon 4. Like, I've played a lot of Horizon. I've prestiged, I think, almost three times. I have over 100-something hours in that game. And Horizon 5 already, I think I have like 26. So, I'm probably going to beat the amount of time for in, like, the next three months. I I didn't play Horizon 4 much, but I've watched a good bit of Horizon 4 content. But the sense of speed in Horizon 5 it seems a whole lot better. So much. it's You it's, feel so much faster. You, feel so, you also feel like you're so much more in control because it doesn't feel as slidey. Horizon yeah. 4, it felt like whenever you tried to break and you were going around a push. corner, you'd slide. You'd just drift the whole corner. But in 5, you break now, you can take out the back end of the car a little bit, drift around the corner, and regain control pretty easily. The drifting's really fun. Oh, it is. And they're... Um... 
their new fire smoke as based off of tire compound, heat of the tires, and how long you've been drifting. So you can go from like no smoke to a full cloud in about five seconds, maybe, if you're on the drift tire compound. Really went all out, huh? They went. They made sure that this was going to be good game, and I think they did that. So far, it looks like they've just one upped uh, Forza Horizon Five and, or sorry, Forza Horizon Four in every way with the new release. Um, although I will say some of the cars bit busted. The Sesto. The Sesto FE. It's always going to be that good though, like. Until they add a new car, like, through the festival playlists, it's always going to be that good. Because, like, usually every week it's going to be a new car, and sometimes the new car will be really good. Like, in Horizon 4, they released the Ferrari 599 XX Evo. That car could reach, I think it was almost 400 miles an hour down the highway with a good tune. That was a big, another big thing with Horizon 4 is you could sit there, throw rally suspension on the car, make it soft, and you could clip your car into the ground so it picks up more speed. Yeah, they seem to have fixed that in uh, 5. The collision physics also extremely increased. They basically Ooh. took Horizon 4 and made it better. Except for the servers. Your servers still suck. <laughs> Please but, fix them. <laughs> but the map is gorgeous. It's it's so good. And the weather is yeah. just completely based on where you are in the map as well. I haven't seen the, the sandstorm in a while, though. Yeah, I haven't seen the sandstorm in a while, but maybe that's because of the current season we're in. I think we're in the wet season. Oh, yeah, that's Because the sandstorm's not going to come as much. Good point. But if you're on the coastal side, like on, towards the beach, you'll get some really heavy winds. Is what I've been realizing. Like really heavy rain. Like the palm trees will almost bend ninety degrees. It it looks hey, good. I haven't been on the coast too. much, even though I even though that's where my house is. I generally am not at the coast. I'm generally in the middle-ish area. Yeah, I think from an objective standpoint, Forza's uh, Forza Horizon Five is one of the best games this year, if not the best. I, I would think say it, so. It it should have gotten a nominee for Game of the Year, in my opinion. Just based off of the sheer quality, everything is. But I think it was released too late to get a nominee for Game of the Year. I think Game of the Year you had to be released within a certain time frame. And I could be completely wrong on that, but that's what I think is the way they do it. Because I knew they said Cyberpunk 2077 couldn't be a nominee last year for Game of the Year. Because it were, it was released too late. Like it would have even been. And like it, it still isn't. I mean, I don't think it has a nomination until Best RPG. Yeah, and it, it's the only nomination is Best RPG. 
which it's definitely going to win because all these other ones I haven't heard of besides Monster Hunter Rise, and it's basically just a remaster of Monster Hunter World, but bigger. Still probably better than Cyberpunk. Like, Cyberpunk, don't get me wrong, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. I think most of the problem stems from the promises they made and the people they promised that to were which was their biggest audience, were let down. Yeah. They uh, they had some big promises to fill, and they definitely didn't fill them. It was kind of like a, a No Man's Sky Syndrome type of deal. I mean, yeah. it also was broken. It, it definitely was broken. Oh, 100% is broken. You know I, what I think is stupid about this Game Awards, though? Everything they made, they put Dream and Content Creator of the Year voting. (laughs) Didn't he have like a whole scandal that he the cheating scandal? Yeah, that he admitted to. Yeah, where he cheated in every single one of his speedruns. It's like you still gonna make him content creator? I mean, I guess he made the Dream SMP and was probably the most notable this year but like that really who you want to represent honestly i mean this might be a little bit uh biased but i think i would have put um ludwig up for content creator of the year didn't he become the most like whatever sub two or Followed. The most sub two most followed and most watched person on twitch and like a month because he did a month-long subathon where he streamed every day for 31 days. Yo, that's some he dedication. Cl- he didn't stop his stream once. He thought he was going to maybe go four days with the subathon, but everybody kept donating. Within like the first hour of the stream, he was up to um, seven more hours to go. Oh, no. But after the first day, he had like 60 hours left of the stream. And it got to a point where he's like, I have to cap it at 30 days because I cannot stream for an infinite amount of time. Definitely, he, he should have been on the list. He slept on stream. He, he did his entire life on stream for a whole month. Did, did he go to the bathroom on stream? Hold on. Okay. Can I demonetize the video? You're probably gonna have to delete that out. Oh my god! See, I told I had an you editor's that. cut of just me. He uh, he ended up during this whole thirty days. It was right after he had a surgery because he found out he had appendicitis. Well, <laughs> different, honestly. Oh. Well, and he I mean, gets beat out by Dream. Yeah, that kind of yeah, seems unfair. Yeah, no. No, get out of here, Dream. No one likes you. Watch Dream. I know who Ludwig is, and I don't even watch streams most of the time. Yeah. And you know what makes me even more mad about Dream? The fact that he rigs the Minecraft mob votes. People need to choose for themselves, not follow this content creator. 
And it's all 13-year-olds who think they're dream sexual. Can I say that? I don't care. I think I mean, that's fine. Yeah, you're not He's wrong. He's not wrong. I mean, sure. The alley or whatever is cool. Like, I don't have a problem with it. Like, it's useful. After looking through more of what it can do, I'm like, yeah, okay. I can be fine with this. But at the same time, Copper Golem. He was built different, boys. He was built different. Literally. But, like, a push button. It's, is, is that what this whole outrage is about? It just push button. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, but it's he's a friend. Okay, yeah. But so is the LA. No! The LA is. Uh, what, what is DLA then? I don't know if I can say that on on, uh, on here. Probably not. Yeah. If I have to question it, then it's probably... I'll say this. I don't say. have a problem with DLA winning. I think I would have been fine with either. But it's the fact that people didn't really vote for themselves. They did what Dream said to do. That does seem kind of dumb, but I mean, I don't think there's anything to stop that. There's no security measure you could put in to where that wouldn't happen. Big influencers and creators are always going to have a lot of sway in what happens in a game. Yeah, I mostly just take dreams. And he came out and um, he said, you know, with the content creator of the year for the Game Awards, he said, here's what my picks would have been. Ludwig, XQC, Valkyrie, Mizkif, and then Rambu or Tommy in it. And no particular order. I don't think he really wanted to be... It, it doesn't seem like he wanted to be put in the spotlight for content creator of the year. It seems like he knows that there were other people that probably should have been nominated. At least that's I didn't really think about it, but Tommy Idnit probably would have been a good choice too. He would have. But you know, XQC, he's been on the top for a while on Twitch. Yeah. I mean, Val I, I, Valkyrie won it last year. Mizkif has been on the come up. Same with Ludwig. What about um what's it called? Charlie, what's his name? Uh Critical. Critical, yeah. Moist critical, yeah. I feel like there's just because there's three of these people on this content creator of the year that I have never forget. Gref yeah. G, Ibai, and Gowls. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but those are the three that I've never heard of. I haven't heard of Fuzzly either. I've heard of Fuzzly, but that's just because I follow the offline TV. On the topic of content creator, I'm sure you being, uh, you like esports, right? Yeah, I, I like esports. What do you, what do you think about the, uh, the best esports athlete or the best esports team or any of the esports stuff? Okay, rain, baby. Best, best esports athlete. I haven't heard of any of these, but if I were to nominate somebody up there, I would 
probably nominate an Overwatch League player. Uh, best esports game, Call of Duty. Not really an esports. Dota 2, how is it not dead? League of Legends, nobody cares. Valorant, everybody hates it. Counter-Strike somehow still lives. <laughs> Counter-Strike is still going strong. Now, best esports team? I would probably replace um, the Dota 2 team spirit with an Overwatch team. But Probably, you can't, um, because Overwatch isn't on best esports game. They only choose athletes from the esports title, the esports games, as well as teams and coaches. You think they actually thought that, or they just didn't want to add Overwatch? Oh, no, I think they just... I don't think they just... I think they just chose these five were the best esports games. And then they went and they took the best player out of each league, or like out of each game, and then the best team out of each game, the best coach out of each game, and then took all of those and then said which one of these was the best esports event. But the one that doesn't make sense out of all of that was the PUBG Mobile Global Championship. Where does that come from for best <laughs> esports event? I didn't, I didn't even, even know there was one. Right? I didn't know there I didn't know PUBG Mobile had events. I didn't know that PUBG Mobile was still popular. I didn't think PUBG was still popular. And clearly it's not because it's not on the best esports <laughs> game. But I'm looking at the PUBG Mobile championship right there was 16 teams it was squads but it was a prize pool of 4.5 million dollars 4.5 more than literally any nintendo uh prize pool combined That's more than the nintendo invitationals yeah stupid that nintendo doesn't you stuff and help their community. Kill Nintendo. I can't kill Nintendo. They make Mario. Wait, hold on. Frustration with Nintendo leads to record-breaking Splatoon 2 prize pool. What was it? It wasn't even. I think it was like a million or something. Twenty-five k. That was, was record-breaking. Um, yeah. Well, Nintendo hates their uh their communities. Well, they're not the only people that hate their communities. Overwatch, well, just Blizzard in general right now is not going through a good time. Um, everybody's asking for the CEO of Blizzard to step down and leave. They want him gone. I think they want most people that are involved with Blizzard right now. Because the board of Blizzard is still backing him. Hmm. They still want him in, like, in charge. Yeah, I, I just can't. With all the stuff that's been going on with Blizzard recently, it's stuff's not looking great for them. No, it's not. If they can pull off Overwatch 2 and then just use that momentum and make changes... Well, I don't know if Blizzard is going to be around long enough to release Overwatch 2. They said Overwatch League 
Starts in April of 2022. They said that it's going to be running on a version of Overwatch 2, right? Mm. Which would mean it had to be built built enough to like legitimately balance and have it to be called Overwatch 2 cuz right now all we've seen is like Overwatch 2 semi betas. Essentially there we've seen test builds and that's it. The only reason they look better than like the original test builds for Overwatch 1 is because they have Overwatch 1 characters and the engine. And now they said that expect it no sooner than the holidays of 2022. That's such a long way away. So esports is getting Overwatch 2 in April. We're not going to get Overwatch 2 until like over a year from now. Really weird. Well, I feel that's... like they should just run Overwatch 1 uh next year next season and then make like a big deal about this is the last overwatch one season well that's what they were doing with these past playoffs is they were like this is gonna be the last time that we see overwatch one played competitively but like even bigger because i i kind of forgot about over overwatch league for a while i think i was kind of like the only person of the four of us that really cared. But that's because I just followed <laughs> leagues of, of competitive play. I think I'll tune in for uh for next year. For next year some I mean Overwatch League has had four seasons so far. Not bad. But like I don't I think I see what they're trying to do with uh, getting the pros onto Overwatch 2 because it'll give some hype for Overwatch 2. But at some point, don't you think, because we're going to have mm, eight, ten ish months between when we get to see Overwatch 2 played at a pro level to when we get it in our hands, don't you think at some point during that time that excitement is going to turn into like uh, annoyment? disdain because the pros get it and we just have to sit here play overwatch one and watch them play it why don't we get the overwatch two multiplayer already been complaining about how long it's going to take for us to get it which yeah i think you know take your time to make a finished game but they announced it way too early and they They announced it in what 2019 right um oh are you sure and yeah it was november 2019 it wasn't like a small teaser of like, hey, you know, Overwatch 2, it's in the works. No, they gave us a full animated thing. And uh, like a beta type thing of the yeah. uh, wave-based defense. Yeah. And on top of all of that, they cut support for Overwatch 1, essentially. All we've gotten is a couple deathmatch uh, maps since Echo. But who plays deathmatch? Most of the player base... I bet doesn't yeah we have not gotten a legitimate update uh in overwatch since competitive roll queue was announced that's That's it since 222 which that was a while ago 
Was that before or after? I think it was after. And crossplay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess crossplay. But still, that's. Crossplay was five months ago. Crossplay was June 9th. Yeah, that's the last thing we've had. Was playable April 14th of 2020. Overwatch 2 was announced November 1st, 2019. So over two years ago. So we had to wait over a year from Echo to um, Crossplay. And it's been so many months since that's five months since that's come out we got one deathmatch map since crossplay which and was I, a month ago right and i i looked around it it looked okay and looks i like haven't touched it since it it really does the only thing we've really got on overwatch 2 since their announcement was during the grand finals you and i watched the whole thing I watched the whole playoffs. He and I watched the whole finals. So we got to see the Bastion and Sombra reworks. We got to see the playtests. I mean, that's all we've really gotten. And that was over a month ago. Don't get me wrong. That stuff's cool and all. I enjoyed seeing some of the rework details and stuff. But... It's really a little amount of content for how long it's been in development and for how long we've waited for even a taste of what the next big game is going to be in Overwatch. Yeah. And it's also a lot of content for how long it is away from release. Yeah. Overwatch's first gameplay trailer was November 7th, 2014. Overwatch 2. Or just Overwatch? It's just Overwatch. It's taken... Jeez. Overwatch has some interesting development. That cinematic trailer of the Doomfist Gauntlet was over seven years ago. That just makes me feel old. He could Let's live see. a skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> now, the... Rev- the release date may 24th 2016 yeah and that was over five years ago now the first event was (coughs) august 2nd 2016 and that was the first summer games event wow it's been so Four summer events. The first hero introduction was July 12th with Ana. And Overwatch has been in development for such a long time, and then it just cut, and now we're waiting for Overwatch 2. The first map added was August 16th with Eichenwald. That was the first map added? Yeah. Like, first DLC after launch map. I, at this point, by the time Overwatch 2 comes out, I don't think I'm going to be 
hyped or probably even remotely interested anymore. Yeah. Just it's go sucks. back to playing TF2. No. <laughs> Don't go back to TF2. Hey Zach, you've been uh you've been quiet. You still uh fighting that uh that chroma key? No, I got it to work. Well, Finally, and it looks well, so cool actually. Why don't you tell us <laughs> the battle with the chroma key? Uh, that was such a nice segue, my dude. Um, tell me how your battle with the chroma key. I have spent many weeks or maybe months on this project non-consecutively and I have been stumped many times by the one foul demon known as chroma key and it has put such a damper on my uh, editing parade uh, what issues have you been having with chroma key what's been causing these Sometimes, when I go to uh, green screen something out, one thing's green, and one thing's, let's say, black. And you know what it does? It takes, I click on the green to get rid of the green, and it just gets rid of the black. Because why not? Not like they're two completely different colors or anything. It's fine. They're fine. Not like... The picture I sent yesterday or the day before, when one was green and one was black, and it just got rid of the whole thing. And okay, anyway, it's working now, mostly, sometimes, occasionally. Occasionally, yeah. You, so the whole time, the whole time of setting up this podcast, Zach is over there. Dying to get this chroma key to work. And we're just, we're laughing because he's struggling so much and getting so upset with the chroma key. So for about a solid, like, 15 minutes, with no help from you, and we can't focus on setting this up. And Ewan's just gone. Yes, yes he is. I swear, Ewan. Why are you like this? Now I got it to work, so I'm happy. And now I need to find more clips to chroma key. And probably go through the same pain. Sparkles. I don't find King to be super hard, to be honest. The only thing I find not really hard, but just un like time-consuming is subtitling just get good i find it to be super easy i can get uh pretty much an entire let's say half a video so four to five minutes done in 30 minutes to an hour oh yeah like it's not hard it's just time consuming yeah just be good because you, know, you gotta paste. know what the clip is saying then move the thing Move the text box. Type in text box. Make sure it's the right color for the right person. The Ewan is always the worst because I have to sit there for 
five <laughs> minutes trying to understand what he's saying. I can interpret. Send me the video and I'll just like say, hey, I'm pretty sure I'm saying this. Yeah, but like half the time it's probably racist. Yeah, but I mean, then you know it's racist. Yeah. I I have an entire process for my video editing. I have a couple people tracks. Are, uh, people colors are gonna are... hate me at school after they <laughs> see what I've said. <laughs> I'm definitely going to hell. I'm a good person. Those two sentences do not. Do not they don't mix. They don't go together. Your logic is not lining up. So mate, right here. Man, I'm a good person. No. I'm a good person, but... but I'm, I'm, other. I'm, I'm certainly going down. Not up. Most definitely not up. This all took us so long to just even start recording. What, the podcast? Yes! Because <laughs> of you! <laughs> what did you do? Joke about the Watergate scandal? Okay. I, am I wrong in thinking that it being called the Watergate scandal implies that there's a uh, earth, wind, and fire gate scandal, okay? I'm not crazy. It makes sense. You're right, it does. This isn't... Yep. This is real life. This ain't Avatar. What's the difference? One of them's anime. Oh, yeah, my B. Yeah, it took ages to get this thing set up. And then we just started blabbering about random topics. But it was, yeah. well, it was, it was actually good. Yeah. It, here we are. Here we are. We about through all of our topics. About an hour in. We got through all of our topics. What did we go to now? Wait, what? We oh. did? I guess. Yeah, uh, we're through everything. <laughs> we tried out Apex Legends again recently. Yeah, we want to talk about that? Apex. Still I yeah, I I remember liking the game when it first came out a bunch. Um, and I went back to it. We went back to it recently, and I don't know. In the beginning, it seemed easier, probably because everybody was learning the mechanics and such. But now it just seems like. Every single person you meet can snap to you, mow you down in a matter of half a second. It's like all the tryhards are left, but I guess that's kind of what the battle royale genre kind of attracts hardcore players. Yeah. I mean, we went back to Apex. It was fun for a couple matches, then we realized it's still Apex. It's, yeah, it's still Apex. Like, like Ewan's um, review on Steam says, negative review, it's Apex. I mean, you got banned for no reason as well. Yeah. it And it wasn't like it was someone spam reported me. Like, that's inevitable. Like, it's going to happen on every game. Like, people, like, abusing the that system. But this one was a, literally a glitch. That happened, and it just randomly banned me for no reason. I don't even use the chat in that game. What was yeah. the glitch that uh, you got banned for? 
uh, Code Snake, I think it was called. And then just, yeah, just randomly happens. All you can do is appeal. Some people just, I got lucky and they uh, responded to my appeal really quick and unbanned my account, but some people are, they just ignore it. I mean, with the whole thing of, you know, Battle Royales, they attract the hardcore players, they attract the, the try hard players. Call of Duty Warzone still doesn't have an anti-cheat. The Call of Duty for... game doesn't have an anti-cheat. No. It's been out for like, what, two years now? And it doesn't have an anti-cheat. That seems like something that would have to be in every Call of Duty game. Specifically um, Call of Duty. They are releasing an anti-cheat. Uh, looks like when Vanguard fully comes out. Which is when? Oh, not when Vanguard releases. Uh, this is Ricochet Anti-Cheat, a new anti-cheat system arriving on day one of Warzone's Pacific update later this year. But what's the Pacific update? Uh, what's here? Uh, Pacific update. What is this? so updates? Oh, so Vanguard. Vanguard. Uh, December eighth. And when did Warzone release? Uh, Warzone released March tenth of twenty twenty. So it's been over a year and a Call of Duty game still doesn't have an anti-cheat. Still doesn't have an anti-cheat. That's... So you know, it was it was a big like it I think it still is a big streamer and YouTuber heavy game. That's what most people play. But it it's basically just the new Fortnite when you think of it. And we went back to Fortnite for a bit. I still think it's not terrible i'll say that like sure people are annoying the community kind of ruined the game but if you can just take it have some fun with friends mess around don't take it seriously we don't take it seriously but we went on what 10 game win streak maybe yeah not that. caring about what happened just ran around have had fun yeah, that's the only reason I enjoyed uh, playing Apex was because I was playing with you guys. Friends can make most games, even if it's like a bad game, fun. Because you're experiencing it with uh, funny people, generally. Like Battlefield 2042. Yeah. I will say, though, that um, Arenas, in my opinion, is way better than the uh, Battle Royale. I haven't What's arenas? touched arenas. It's basically CSGO, but with Apex movement characters. Ooh. Um, and should... the only goal is kill. So it's deathmatch. Oh, we gotta try that. Yeah. Pretty cool. That actually might be a lot more fun than the Battle Royale. Because I feel like the Battle Royale, when it first came out, it was great. But now, people are just really good at it. So it's kind of hard to get back into it. Yeah. Because like, everybody's just going to 
run you over, send you back I, to the lobby, you're gonna requeue and die again. I've like twenty five hours on Apex and like I guarantee you like maybe fifteen to twenty of them are on arenas. It's it's a step closer to Titanfall too. And if that you like is Titanfall two, it's it's it you'll enjoy it at least somewhat. You'll get sick of it after a while, like Battle Royale. It's not as balanced or good as like first person shooters. Yeah. Like uh Overwatch and stuff. Like sometimes you still die to like really bullcrap ways, but I mean Titanfall two was great. I feel like they need to kind of fix their servers though that's for one that's one thing because their servers right now are really bad aren't they uh they were a couple weeks ago but they deployed a hot patch to fix it so the servers are much stabler now titanfall 2 yeah yeah did they fix it supposedly yeah (gasps) i I can play it again i haven't gone to test it yet uh, because i haven't reinstalled it uh since i wiped but yeah supposedly uh the servers are completely fixed should uh download it again and we'll play together. That sounds like a great idea. I will I'll start that. Cause Titanfall 2, in my humble opinion, is one of the best games I've ever played. It is so good. The campaign it was so amazing. It was like one of the only campaigns that I finished and then immediately wanted to play again. I did play it again. I played it on the second hardest difficulty. And then I played it on the hardest, and then I played it again. It's so good. It's and the even the multi. I I didn't play any of like the PvP game modes because they were pretty broken. But like the PVE one was all right. It 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 was fine. But the movement felt good. The Titans felt good. And if it was PvP, and with friends, yeah, Titanfall. I. It's a masterful game. Some people complain that the campaign is too short. I I would rather have a short campaign that I'd play twice, like a four-hour yeah. one that I play twice, than an eight-hour one that just feels boring and uninspired. Really? On, on the top of, I mean, it it's was like, kind of short, but... It's seven hours, right? It's four. Game. Really? Yeah. But it's not like it was a bad campaign. It was a good campaign. It was no, so I mean, good. The time every, travel. Oh yeah. Every level so introduced good. something new that didn't feel out of place. Everything, every new mechanic that they added felt perfect. It's it's just a great game. And like on that topic of games with good campaigns, Modern Warfare 2019 had an amazing campaign. I've not played it yet. Oh, it's such I, a good campaign. I've played it three times. I want to play it, but I also don't want to spend $60 just for the campaign. That makes sense. I mean, I got Titanfall for mm, 7 bucks. I think I got, I got it for like 3 Yeah, I got, I got it, on it on a big game sale. Pass. I, I, the first time I played it, I played it on PlayStation, and I got it through PS Plus, and then... Second time I played it through uh, Game Pass. Unlike Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the 2019 one, I think I got that one for 
ten dollars and I've played the campaign like three times. It's like a four to six hour campaign. But Cold War, I think it's a bad rap. The campaign was so good. Yeah, the campaign was really good. Do I think the multiplayer was good? Not really. Have I still put 20 plus hours into it? Absolutely. The the multiplayer wasn't bad. It was just it was just fine. Yeah. It now the Cold War campaign was like 5 to 7 hours long, I think. And there was multiple endings. Yeah. It w- it was funny cuz they spent how many how many years uh working on Modern Warfare? I we talked about that. I think it was like 2 years on Modern Warfare, maybe more. <laughs> How many then, years did they work on Black they, Ops? They worked on Cold War for eight months. They're like, all right, fuck it. What if we hit the fattest line of coke, made one of the best uh, first-person shooter campaigns in eight months? Do it. And they pulled it off. But, but we'll make the multiplayer bad. Yeah, it was two years to make Modern Warfare 2019, eight months to make Cold War. But both campaigns were amazing. Zombies on Cold War wasn't terrible. I feel like it could have been better. It didn't feel was, like zombies that much. It was, it was different, and I, it was different, and I appreciated that it was different. I liked that it was different. It was different in a good way, not different in a bad way. Because I know most people didn't like that it was different. They're like, I want classic zombies. Well, it's they tried for a that, change. The biggest thing is that they tried, and then they also had regular maps. Whether yeah. or not people like those maps was is up for debate to some people. Personally, I liked the Firebase, whatever it's called. I enjoyed that map. thought it was good. But now, they put effort into changing it. It took them three years on the primary developer, Todd Vanguard. And then Sledgehammer took it over in 2020. So it took them about five years? There is no way. There is absolutely this bad. It's just World War Two copy and pasted. Yeah. But worse somehow. Like World War Two, it was okay. Vanguard has two point three stars <laughs> on Google. And like it's not just like People who hate Call of Duty because it's gone on for so long and want to hate popular things hate it. And it's just another Call of Duty game. It's legitimately bad because hardcore Call of Duty fans are like, this game sucks. (laughs) It's awful. They need to stop making Call of Duty games every year. I appreciate the campaigns, but like every year, they can be fun. But it's not working anymore. Let's see. PC Gamer gave it a 60. Keep in mind, this is a $60 game. 
this thing is going to go on sale for like 20 bucks at Black Friday. Which that is coming up. Do you guys have any plans for Black Friday? I'm buy everything. Anything any any deals you're looking for? I'm everything. broke, so <laughs> <laughs> so am I. Talking I to you deals. guys was I talking to you guys about buying my dad Overwatch? Yeah. Yeah. Because gotta, he watched you playing Tetris and he said I could probably uh probably beat you at your own game so you play with your friends. Could not. I would. now Alright, so the original Call of Duty, right? <laughs> the first Call of Duty. IGN gives it a nine point three. Call of Duty United Offensive, eight point four. Call of Duty Finest Hour, a 7. Call of Duty 2, a 9. Call of Duty 2 on the PC is 8.5. Call of Duty Big Red 1, 8. Call of Duty 3, 8.8. Call of Duty 3 on the PS3, 7.8. On the Wii, a 7.7. Call of Duty Roads to Victory, 6.6. Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, 9.4. World at War, 9.2. Uh, Final Fronts, 4.5. Modern Warfare 2 got a 9.5. They put Modern Warfare 3 on the Wii? Yeah. Yo, I know what I'm getting. Call of Duty, Call of Duty Black Ops got an 8.5. It's on the DS too? Yes. Modern Warfare 3 got a 9. Black Ops 2 got a 9.3. Um, let's see. Ghost got an 8.8. .8. Advanced Warfare got a 9.1. Black Ops 3 got a 9.2. Modern Warfare Remaster got an 8.5. Infinite Warfare got a 7.7. .7. World War 2 got an 8.0. And then you go to Black Ops 4. 8.5 for zombies, a 9 for blackout. The multiplayer got a 7.8. So overall got an 8.5. COD Mobile 7.7. .7. The campaign alone for 2019 Modern Warfare got an 8.2. The whole game itself got an 8. Warzone has a 7. The Cold War campaign got a 7. Zombies got a 7. The multiplayer got a 6. And the Vanguard single player got a 7. The multiplayer got a 7. And it's Zombies got a 5. This game is bad. Wow. It is awful. Compare that to something like, oh, I don't know, Halo Infinite? Uh, let's see, it's critic scores. Pretty good, actually. What is it? Horizon 5 got a 92. Dang. Good game. Oh, Infinite doesn't have a critic score because it's not released yet. Oh, well. I don't, yeah, they're not going to release their critic scores until the full game is released. So they don't have one for the multiplayer. But that makes Horizon sense. 5 getting a 92 is actually pretty 
good. I mean, yeah, there's not much to dislike about the game. No. What it's aiming said... for, it does good. Oh, yeah. I think this has been gen generally a good year for games. Some of them you didn't really hear about, but I didn't know that they made a new Pokemon Snap game. I didn't know. I, I haven't even kept up with Pokemon. I don't have any Nintendo things, so I can't play any of them. I want to get the new uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes. Oh. Because Diamond and Pearl are my favorite Pokemon games. Pearl was my first ever Pokemon game. Gen 4 and Gen 3 are just the best gens, let's be honest. But they remade it and put it on the Switch. Uh, on Metacritic, it has a 76 out of 100. IGN gave it an 8 out of 10. Game Informer gave it an 8.5 out of 10. So, perceived pretty well. Yeah, good games. It has a lot of positive reviews. They did good with it. They have a new Super Mario Party. They have a Mario Party game. Uh, I guess Mario Party Superstars? Yeah. They took, basically, all the games from the N64 and GameCube and put them on the Switch. Like, remade them. That seems like a great thing to do. It gives Switch users a lot of games to play. I think they have, like, over a hundred games, like, the other minigames. Because it's just all the GameCube and N64 games. I mean, sure, it's a $60 game, but all these maps as well. The Nintendo Switch is something I definitely uh, want to get in the future. I think the Switch OLED is kind of stupid. To be honest. Yeah. Like, I want one, but I'm fine with my normal Switch. I don't care that much about colors and stuff. It shouldn't be a $50 increase for a different screen. Right. But all in all, Nintendo's not doing too bad. I know they just oh. added Sora to Smash from Kingdom Hearts. Are they going okay. to add Mickey Mouse? I doubt it. I, I know they, they put Among Us on Switch. Of course they did. You have to pay five dollars for five bucks. I mean, That's... you have to pay five bucks for the Steam version. Yeah. The only free one is a uh, mobile. Yeah. That Mario Golf Super Rush game actually looks like a lot of fun. I actually, I I think the five bucks I spent on the uh no ads and being able to play on um keyboard and mouse was definitely worth it. Yeah. I have played on mobile, and it is garbage. Did you guys hear about this, um, this new Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl? Dude. Oh, yeah. The, the Smash knockoff? It looks good, though. It People actually like it. looks good. I think it got nominated for Best Fighting Game. I think that might have yeah, been the one I voted for. I mean, I feel like it's the only one that's gonna win. That's the one I voted for. 
feel like the only one that might be able to beat it is everybody being, oh, Demon Slayer fighting game. Mm-hmm. I me did watch anime during that. COVID. Me only watched Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan. Guys, I know everything about anime. Let's not get into insulting the anime watchers now. <laughs> yeah, there's humans here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I I may have a Crunchyroll subscription, but at least I didn't name myself the server weave and have an anime girl profile picture. Thank yeah, you no. very For much. the memes, okay? It wasn't. You can't lie about it, Andrew. We know what you did. It was for a meme, and it was a good meme. Was it, though? Yeah, it was. Ian for a minute. Ewan may be a good person, but (laughs) he has a Crunchyroll subscription. Ian's account is still... uh, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Some character's dog with her as the profile picture, and he's pays for Nitro. Yeah, <laughs> and has has the background banner and an animated picture of her, and his I... bio is woof woof. Mm-hmm. You gotta admit, though, at least he's uh he's persistent. <laughs> he's dedicated to his craft. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good thing. Dedication is dedication. Yeah. Yeah, what are you dedicated to? Um, money. Nothing. (laughs) My allegiance is where the money is. Works with cars all day? I don't even work with cars. You just sit in the car parts. What do you even do? I stand at a desk. And um, if somebody comes in, I say, hi, welcome. And then I check them out, or I take phone calls, or I tell the customers what they need. And I call you. If you call my AutoZone, I may be the one to pick up, or you can just ask for me when I'm there, yes? I'm gonna do that now. A hundred percent, that's gonna happen. I'm sure it is. Zach already said he was gonna come down. Oh, I'm gonna come down now. Now I know exactly which one you're at. Yep. Hey, yo, Andrew, we want to coordinate this? I need to go take my car to it. I actually don't, but... If you need any parts, I can find them. I still want to swap a 2JZ Super engine into my, uh... into my car. AutoZone doesn't sell engines. No, that's... That's unfortunate. Not my problem. That's the street car, I mean, racing... Like detachable racing wheels aren't legal on street cars. This is so sad. You really? Mean a quick release steering wheel? Yeah, those ones. Why is that? Because they don't have airbags. Oh. Yeah. Wait, our car, our, our cars without airbags illegal. Yes. In America. Oh. Oh crap. Well, you don't okay. have airbags, Zach. I, there are exceptions if the vehicle is made before a certain year because they weren't made with airbags. It's the same oh. thing as with uh, like side mirrors and stuff. Older vehicles had different regulations. Like you only had to have one side mirror, um, a lot like a while ago. So cars yeah, with yeah. one side mirror can still be legal as long as okay. they are before that year. No, let's save this for the car podcast. 
Yeah. That's good I to think, know. Yeah. I think we've run the course for this one. I think we've, yeah. we've hit a good amount of points. Well, we've touched on a good amount of points today, but uh, it seems as if the conversation has gone flat. Goodbye, everyone.